Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Richard Teeman, will you guys be tuning into the first game in over a year of indoor football's longest running rivalry, the I-29 rivalry, the Bandits versus Beef? Richard, are you uh, commentating this game, and when is it? Because it's football, so there's a great chance that I would watch it. (laughs) That's true. true. And Uh, this is different than arena football, correct? I I don't. We need to bring him on. Hey, it was an arena football league. Team, and if you have a if you have a Streamyard account, just let us know. We'll send you a link, and you hop in here and uh, and talk to us about this. There you go. Yeah, because I'm like, I, I mean, I love some football. I watched. I, I mean, I I watched football. What was it? The I was a fan of the AFL, not a fan, but I was watching it when it was there. And then um, the XFL was really doing well this past time, man. I hope they can capitalize on that. I uh, I think pretty central on YouTube. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, I am sending him the link if he has StreamYard. There's no pressure. There's no pressure here. We don't like to pressure people, but it'd be cool. It'd be cool to talk to him about this because I I have a lot of questions about that. I do. Pressure. Welcome to the show, show. Richard. Oh my God! Look at that studio. Welcome. (laughs) Look at that studio, man. Also, side note, I I have that same San Francisco 49ers locker at my dad's house. That same so awesome. exact locker. It's wild. Welcome to the show, Richard Teeman. What's up, man? How's it going? Uh, busy. I went to bed yeah. at like two thirty last night, and I uh, actually had some time off, so I tuned into the show. And you guys were talking about stuff that uh, was entertaining and interesting, so I decided to chime in. Nice. Wow. Appreciate that, man. man. For sure. That's the first time I've ever been called entertaining and interesting. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you I, know we, I wasn't gonna say it to you. <laughs> we realized this. We realized this as we were talking about the the indoor football league that we do not know as much as we probably should. Can you tell us more about the indoor football league and and what what's going on? So there's a few different leagues because the arena football league that most people know from you know Kurt Warner playing with the Iowa Barnstormers who are still a team. So they ceased operations um, back in 2019, but there's still several other indoor leagues. And I work for the CIF, which is Champions Indoor Football, and that's the home of the Omaha Beef, which has been going on for 22 years. Matt LaFleur was a backup quarterback for the Beef back in the day also. Fun fact for you football fans. But um, the rules are all very similar from indoor to indoor. With arena, there were nets on either side of the goalposts for field right. goals and you could play the ball off of that. So you had scores that were like, you know, 99 to like 103. And that's a, what a lot of people liked about the game. Very fast yeah. paced, a lot of offense, you know, not a whole right. lot of defense or run game. Well, indoor football, you have a run game. You have defense because there is no nets to play the ball off of. So it's really just your outdoor game with minus three guys, eight on eight, and then it's on a 50-yard length field by about, you know, 
30 yards width or whatever it is. And then there's padded walls. So there's no, there's technically out of bounds, but guys can go up over the wall, make a catch. And if they hang on to it, it's, you know, a reception or a touchdown if it's in the end zone. Oh man. I, I, I would go to Jacksonville Sharks games all the time here, here in Jacksonville, way back when, not way back when, I should not say way back when, because it was literally like <laughs> two years, last year, two years ago. But I mean, oh they were, God. they were sick. They were sick though. They, they won the championship a, a few times. They were, they were actually very good. Those games and those games are so much fun. It's similar. It's like minor league hockey. It's like you go to those games for the entertainment, you go for the fun and you see a lot of talented players. You see a lot of, a lot of skill. Can you tell us a little bit more about like the type of players that you get in the indoor football league? It's a lot of second chance guys. I mean, the rookies, especially when I started covering the sport itself, Spokane had just rebranded from the shock to the empire. They're the shock again now under new ownership, but they had rebranded because they switched. Uh, they left the Arena Football League and joined the Indoor Football League. And so they switched to those rules and everything, and they became the Empire. They, oddly enough, were orange and black, too. But, um, you know, a lot of these guys that I got to know, um, one of them stands out. He was a linebacker named Nick Hag. He was on the Colts practice squad for a long time. And there was a few other guys that were on practice squads that were, you know, going to training camps. And what it is, is it's uh, guys that are kind of on the wrong side of luck. They got hurt really close to draft time or they didn't go to a school that got the shine like most college football game day shows do. Um, and so really you just kind of, you know, have a soft spot for them because you understand the struggle of trying to get somewhere without having a lot of advantages in life. So that's kind of why I related to him so well. Yeah. But no, these guys are great athletes. They're professionals. And, you know, uh, some of them may have gone to smaller schools or haven't played as long uh, indoor or, you know, just all together. But uh, they still love the game. And uh, right. a lot of them end up really enjoying the indoor game because of its fast-paced nature. They say it's almost better conditioning for you to get to the NFL because you're used to a shorter play clock and the play's happening a lot faster. And so uh, it, I'm surprised it hasn't been something that's more tapped into by the NFL. Right. Like a farm system. And you have me thinking about that. I was like, it sounds like these guys do it for the love of the game because, you know, you put your body through all of this hurt to get to the NFL. And so to hear that you have all these leagues thriving and, you know, a part of it has to do with, you know, thinking that, taking this game, you may get that chance to move up to the NFL. Uh, but to put your body through that, it's got to be for the love of the game. Can You mentioned um, this long-running rivalry between the Beefs and the Bandits. Tell us a little bit more about what we can expect Saturday on YouTube. So I just did uh, Inside the CIF Game of the Week preview with the two coaches. Uh, coach Strobing uh, is how you pronounce it. He's the head coach of the Sioux City Bandits, which is just uh, an hour south of where I am in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And they play at the Tyson Event Center. They've been around for a very long time. I think they've been around 21 years, the beef 22 years. And you take the I-29 from one to get to the other. So it's, uh, I'm sure, Vinny, you're familiar with the war on, what, I-84, Jacksonville and Tampa Bay. There's that rivalry down there in the world of the war on I-4. Yeah, the oh, war on I-4. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is just like that. And um, Coach Strobing actually is one of the few people in the indoor world that has not only coached in this rivalry, but played in it as well. So he was a player for the Bandits. He's now their head coach. He understands, you know, just 
the history of it, how intense it's going to be. He hates coming and playing in Omaha because he knows how rowdy the fans get. And then the coach for the Omaha Beef is former NFL linebacker of the New York Jets, Marvin Jones, and he just loves the game. And he is very excited because this is his first official season as head coach of the Beef. He took over midway through the season back in 2019, but uh, he knows all about the rivalry. He's got a tremendous amount of respect for Coach Strobing. And uh, one of our fans um, sadly passed away Tuesday due to COVID. So there's that kind of hanging over everything and so we really want to win this one for for moose yeah. is what his name was it's rough r.i.p for sure i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna tune in man I, I i gotta make sure uh you know family stuff mom might be coming in town and if that happens i might not get to watch football but that well, like I, I i'm dying to watch more football <laughs> right now and i'll be honest and, the some, FCS and is, some different football yeah and some different football yeah. like that's the thing i mean like like during the NFL season, during like that, the months of August through through January, February, it's like it's not necessarily like it's still exciting. It's still fun, but it's the same. I mean, it's the same type of football games. It's the same type of stuff. And everyone always says it's much better to go see the game live rather than watching at home. But if you're if if, if you're watching <laughs> if you're watching this on, on YouTube, it, it's an exciting game. Like the, the game itself is exciting enough to keep you interested. So last question here that i mean this is completely a spur of the moment conversation here we really appreciate you coming on but we do this we we do this for hockey because hockey's not that big of a sport and we ask people like we get the question all the time how do you get fans to to come in like when someone asks you like what is your sport and when to uh, to tell people about it sorry tell Mm -hmm. people about your sport what do you do what do you tell people about your sport that gets them in it's the intimacy of it. Like, okay, everybody's a fan of music, and I'm sure that they've probably seen their favorite band enough times and enough different venues to know that there's a huge difference between the experience you get at an arena, oddly enough, but not the point, where it's pyro, it's, you know, stuff coming up, hanging from the rafters, wires, you know, things like that going crazy, people doing flips and whatever. But then if you see that same band, at a local concert house where you can be a lot closer than a hundred yards away from the lead singer who you have to see up on the jumbotron, it's a lot more intimate feeling of that event. Now you could be a fan of big concerts. That's the NFL, you know, uh, the fanfare, the, the pyro, the, the production value, all of it. I get it. It's fine. But if you're a fan of like actually being able to reach out and maybe like touch somebody, we get people that, lean over the walls all the time don't do that because that's how people get hurt but they get to know these players they host like potluck dinners with them you know to help out with the the meals because some of these teams have lower budgets than other and you know it's the fans that really come together to get to know these players they root for them no matter which teams they play for and of course hoping that they get to that next level and get that second chance or maybe even that first chance and then it's a fun fast-paced game it's the football that we know and love the fundamentals of it all the aspects all three offense defense special teams but it's on a 50 yard long field and you're right there in the action like you're not up in the nosebleeds you're not back away from the sidelines 50 feet like you're right there you can catch the ball and even the player if they come over the wall you can keep the ball but you have to give the player back Yeah, Yo, you got me buzzing. This sounds fantastic, bro. And, and, <laughs> For real. The, I think I think another big thing that I like I feel like is is great here is you said it's on YouTube, right? This is is it normally on YouTube? Do you guys normally stream on YouTube? 
Yeah, YouTube was a deal that we decided to do this year. There was another option on the table, but we were worried about charging fans for it because YouTube is free. And yeah. you know, another advantage that you get is you can you know um, cast from your phone or your mobile device onto your TV, YouTube, and it's very easy yeah. to watch. You can't do that with everything, but it's there, it's available, it's free. You can go back and watch it as many times as you want. You can pause it. It's it's just very accessible to the average fan. And when you've lost the season and you're not maybe sure about going to the actual live event, you want to be able to still enjoy the game day experience as best you can. If you have to pay for it, some fans probably would understand, okay, they lost the season. They're playing this year with last year's money. So, you know, I'll chip in a little bit to help them out. But also, you know, you're probably thinking, well, it's if we can avoid having to charge fans again to to just watch, you know, instead of actually be there, we'd like to do that. So that was ultimately yeah. the decision we made. Really I smart. Really smart. I think that's huge because like when I when I hear about it, I'm like, this is really reminds me of like a minor league baseball or minor league hockey or my, any type of minor league system where it's it's exciting for the fans to go and watch. But like for me, we have the Jacksonville Iceman here, the minor league hockey team. I would love to be able to watch Iceman games like on my TV, but I have to pay for it and I don't want to do that. But this is accessible and, and it's like you're still getting that same excitement of being there. It's I think that's genius being on YouTube yeah. like that. That is that is the big flag to me saying I'm going to check this out. So, of course, we do this all the time. And just because this is a spur of the moment thing, we're not going to change the way we do it. I'll give you like however long you want to plug whatever you have going on, what you're doing over there, everything. You have the floor is yours. All right, guys. So I'm also the host of the fan show, which hasn't had a whole lot of new content lately because I've been tied up with a lot of other things. But we're hoping to get back into kind of a regular schedule. Uh, maybe once every couple of weeks, we have another you know big special guest on. So go and like the fan show on Facebook, facebook.com slash fan show official. You can follow on Twitter twitter.com slash fan show official and the instagram well that one is actually the fan show but uh, there's a youtube channel which is also the fan show where you can find all the content we do indoor football pro wrestling battle bots if you don't know what that is you're missing out so go and google battle bots you will not be disappointed and then pop culture movie music uh, even outdoors we kind of cover it all but then also i am the media specialist for the omaha beef as well as champions indoor football league so if you're a fan of indoor football or have no idea what that is i encourage you to go and like champions indoor football on facebook subscribe to the youtube channel champions indoor football network and uh yeah Get ready for some great indoor football action. I'm excited for Nailed it. Now, it. Now, I'm, now I'm buzzing about it. You also mentioned wrestling. I think we might have to, I might have to get into wrestling with you one of these days. I've been dying to talk wrestling. I'm a big time wrestling guy. That might be a thing. That might be. Don't I shake your head you over there. Don't shake your head no, over there. I let you down. I haven't watched wrestling in a long time, and you can't you talk should. wrestling with me. I guess. You should. I know. You really I should. should. And this is what it's like. Like I, I don't I, I don't I don't know your level of 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 wrestling fan. I'm like a I'm a hardcore wrestling fan. Like I literally have a, a a bookshelf of wrestling action figures as my collection sitting right next to me. Big time wrestling guy. And you tell like hardcore wrestling fans, you're like, you should watch the product more. And they're like, I don't really like the product anymore. It's kind of gotten stale. It's just getting boring. I'm like, I still love it. And like I'm telling people to watch it. And I'm like thinking about it. The hardcore fans are starting to really <laughs> look just at, look at that. Smile. Look at that wrestling smile. He's so happy. 
I, I got, I got like random stuff here. So this is like an old school. This was Sean Michaels with the That's Rockers. So sweet. That is but, amazing. But normally the that... belt's right there, but I had to take it down to Omaha with me. So there's like a Shawn Michaels pop right there, and there's a Jericho one over here. So yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff around here that's random wrestling memorabilia. <laughs> last last question though, I promise we'll let you go. Uh, best item in your studio that that your favorite item in your studio uh it's a it's a tie between <clears throat> i think two or three things and, and there's a reason behind that so first and foremost there's the light bulb right there that is the award i won it was by vote um spokane entrepreneurship award in 2018 for best media um i got the most votes out of anybody in any category and it really you know felt great to know that yeah. i had had that kind of impact in you know people everywhere and it was just a great honor to receive that the other there is a tire up there the green tire you see yeah. that is from an actual battle bots fight uh one of my favorite teams whiplash they signed it for me and gave it to me so it's got a big chunk missing out of it from their fight with witch doctor and then last but not least the football um i was doing uh top 10 plays for the IFL and I was the only one doing top 10 plays and the uh, first edition, the number one play was by a guy named Keevan Rudd, AKA stud Rudd. And when I went to visit his team, the steam wheelers for the first time on my fan show tour, he caught a touchdown that game, gave me the ball and then he signed it afterwards. And he put first ever number one play top 10. Man. That's dope. I got some, that's some that that is some cool stuff in there. I mean, that tire though, that tire is the one that got like that, that guy. That's that's cool. yeah. I, I, there's honestly like like you have like where you're at with like the things that you're into with like the indoor football and then like the battle bots. Those are two things that are just like it's smaller things, but they're so cool. Like they're just yeah. so interesting to get into. Battle bots is one of those things. I say it every time I see you in the chat. It's one of those things that I just want to like get into. I, I want to learn more about it. Like I'll, I'll turn it on. I'll, I'll enjoy watching. And I'm like, this stuff is pretty cool, man. So we're going to have to, we'll have to have you on uh, again sometime soon and be able to have a, a proper interview, a proper uh, fun time with you here on the rough cut. But Richard, we really appreciate have, having you on, man. Yeah, it was a pleasure, guys. And I did have a topic suggestion for you guys, something that I think you could have a lot of fun debating because I hear it on Sports Talk Radio all the time and I want to chime in, but I'm just too busy to wait on hold for everybody. Yeah. It is, uh, we've heard a lot of Mount Rushmore's of sports. Mm -hmm. And I keep hearing names like MJ and, uh, you know, Tom Brady. And I'm thinking, okay, the U, like the original Mount Rushmore is like the founding fathers of the country. It's not who we believe are the greatest of all time, because I'm sure that right. some of the faces probably would have changed. You know, maybe uh, Teddy Roosevelt would have ended up on there, but uh, um, maybe he is. I can't even remember the four right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. I'm sitting here like, ooh. I'm, I, I'm trying to think of who all they are. But uh, anyway, um, my point is, is that school these guys do... <laughs> these Mount Rushmore's and they're just like, yeah, you got to have, you know, like Tom Brady and then Joe Montana and, and Jerry Rice and Peyton Manning. And I'm like, okay, those are great. If, if the Mount Rushmore meant the greatest of all time, but who are the founding fathers of these different sports? Oh you go back to like Bart Starr, Johnny Unitas, like that's what I think when I hear 
of a Mount Rushmore of sports. So you guys, welcome to have that topic and, and discuss what a real Mount Rushmore is and its mm -hmm. definition and then who you would put on it, you know, for, for different sports because Ooh. I've been hearing a lot of it lately. Ooh, maybe one. that'll be I think we just found out what we're going to do tomorrow for Funny Games Friday. That's what we do. <laughs> we break it down into sports okay. and then we have yep. one big all together Mount Rushmore of sports. Cuz then when when you break it down by sport, I feel like you could have like a past and like you could have your founding father of your sport and you could also have like the the goats of like the greatest of all time there as well. You have a nice balance of that. I feel like that could be a could be a thing, man. That could be a thing. That's yeah. A good idea. A baby Mount Rushmore with the greats, and then like the actual Mount Rushmore with the founding fathers. Yeah. Like, yeah. if without this guy, you get you get your you get your top Mount Rushmore, and then you get your junior. Without kinda this like, guy, this guy didn't exist. Kind of like Billy Jean King and Serena Williams. That's still crazy to me. <laughs> Who would you pick, Demon? We've been trying to break this down: Billy Jean King or Serena Williams? Uh, I I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Billy Jean King to. Like I know of Serena Williams, but um, and like I said, that's okay, so that's the argument we've been making. It's all about recent. It's tough to bring up Billie Jean King. This is so recent, but all right, well, we'll we won't take any more of your time, man. We got we'll end the broadcast here. We appreciate you coming on, everyone. Tune in tomorrow, eight p.m. We are eight thirty now. Oof, almost there lost that one. Eight thirty from Fun and Games Friday, and uh, again, can you Saturday six thirty Central Time on YouTube? Uh, it is the battle of the I-29 rivalry between the bandits and the beef on YouTube. Check it out. You're not going to, you, you will not Champions be League. We will share it from the show. We'll share it from the show page, make it even easier for you to watch it. Go check it out. Richard, we really appreciate coming on AJ. I still dislike you strongly. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.